Hey, future 4Xers, thank you once again for joining us. I'm so happy that you're here. Thanks for listening over and over again. I hope we continue to provide value to you every single time you tune in. You deserve it because you're here. This episode is going to focus on developing and understanding who your ideal client is. Hi, I'm Kelly Johnston, founder of the 4X Formula. And the big question is this. How are real estate agents like us able to create a constant stream of commissions and a constant stream of leads while enjoying life without wasting big budgets on branding, without working crazy hours, without worrying where the next deal's coming from in today's real estate market? This podcast is here to reveal the answers. I remember a time when I first started in real estate and I was obviously in survival mode every single day, every single hour, every single minute. I think I actually became comfortable with being stressed out all the time, if that makes any sense. (laughs) At the time, I didn't even own a home. I was a licensed real estate agent selling people homes and I didn't even own a home. I was 28 years old. All I ever knew was struggle. I tried many, many different kinds of jobs since graduating high school and was just kind of floating through life. So who do you think I felt comfortable working with? Other people who were struggling. Who else? I totally related to these people. I had zero game plan, no roadmap, just simply survive, get through the day, week, month, just get through it. So I actually advertised in the paper, in the classified section, this would be something like Craigslist today. I used to advertise rent to own. I thought that there was a lot of people that were renting that would like to buy. But duh, right? But there's a reason that they're renting. Now, we we did manage to help some people. I got really good at financing. I got really good at all the aspects of deals. And I started to learn what the lenders wanted to know and, and how they needed things packaged up. And I learned how to kind of prepare stuff for lenders. So out of all that, I did learn some really good stuff kind of used today. But... I was doing it out of necessity. And it's funny, you know, creativity can sometimes blossom sometimes when you're when you're operating out of necessity or out of survival, right? But anyway, I was constantly pounding this square peg through a round hole, right? Like it was just hard to get through and really a lot of times impossible. Every single deal was so much work, so much time, so much stress, so much aggravation. And a lot of deals fell apart. If someone had a desire to own a home, I felt that I would do everything that I could do to make that happen for them. I worked with everyone. I mean, anyone, everyone. I didn't care. Anybody with a pulse and a desire. But I'll tell you, these were my character building years for sure. Who was my ideal client at the time? Anybody. I would not give up on a deal. Never say die Johnston. That was my name. (laughs) Just not give up. Because every deal was like my last deal. Finally, finally. After about three or four years of banging my head against the wall, I realized that I needed to work to attract a better client. I realized it, but I didn't really know where to focus for that, you know? I didn't really know how to make the transition. I had no mentor. I I never even thought I needed a mentor. I didn't even know what a mentor was, to be honest with you. I didn't know who to turn to. Everybody else was my competition. Even the people in my office, they did not care if I succeeded or failed. They actually, a lot of times, hoped that I failed, honestly. My manager in the office, he wasn't a trainer. He didn't train me anything. You know, I think about this all the time. Have you ever gone fishing at the river or the lake that you go to? Do you know where the fish are? Do you know which bait to use to attract those fish? 
Do you know if you even want those fish? <laughs> you know, Is it simply the thrill of catching the fish? Or do you want to actually get dinner? Have you ever struggled to put a worm on a hook? Use the wrong lure? What about casting? Oh my goodness. That's a skill in and of itself, right? So imagine me on a boat in the middle of a lake with minimal equipment trying to catch some sort of fish in the lake. I don't even know what fish to catch. I just got in the boat. I started rowing somewhere. I didn't know where I was going. Then I decided to look for my fishing gear. Uh, Did I bring fishing gear? I hope I did. Um, What do I got here? I found whatever was in the boat. Not much there. And then began trying to figure out how to catch dinner so I could eat to survive. Like literally, that's exactly how I started my real estate career. (laughs) Do you all understand who you absolutely can't stand working with? Have you ever had any problem clients? Have you ever had any situations where you've experienced that you honestly believe that someone is absolutely insane? Have you ever experienced situations where the client has made you feel small or they communicate in in a lot of ways that make you feel like you have no value to them? Have you ever run into a situation where the client is constantly controlling everything and, and you just literally just take your hands off the wheel and just let the client kind of steer everything. I don't know if you have, or if you've been there, or if you've ever gone through that, or if you feel like that, or if you're in that place where, gosh, I, I just wish I had a client. <laughs> but I'll tell you, I have. I have experienced all of those things. And I learned after a lot of soul searching that it was my fault. I was the common denominator in all of those situations. Life is about choice. Do you agree with me on that? Let me ask you this. Have you ever fired a client? Can you even consider that aspect? Can you, can you even consider that? I have. And I'll tell you, it's the most empowering experience that I have ever felt. And it was awesome. And I loved it. I even bragged about it afterwards. No, that's silly. I shouldn't brag about that. But it was, it was one of those things where I'm like, oh my goodness, this felt so good to just release this person out of my life. They're toxic. They're never going to be happy. They're relying on me for their happiness. And they're the type of people that will never be happy, no matter what. They're those I'll be happy when type people, you know? I'll be happy when I drive a new car. I'll be happy when I get that new shirt. I'll be happy when I have this new house. I'll be happy when I get a new couch. I'll be happy when someone else makes me feel happy. I'll be happy when I move to this other area. I'll be happy when... These are those people that are never actually happy. Sometimes they're really good for business if they're not toxic, but they're really good for business because they're always buying and selling houses because they're never happy. (laughs) But anyway, (laughs) uh, you can do that. You can release people out of your life that don't need to be part of your life when you've got enough business happening, right? When your day is spent dealing with the business more than attempting to attract the business, then you can do that. But the attitude that you need to cultivate is that you are in control of your business. That's the best feeling in the world when you're in full control. When you when you detach from the outcome and it's purely about making sure that your day is is filled up with time spent in the right areas, right? There's so many types of personalities that you'll run into. Some people will aggravate you. Some people will drive you crazy with their questions. Some people will stir up anger emotions in you. Some people will cause you to roll your eyes every time they talk about their feelings. Some people will intimidate you. Some people will treat you like a necessary evil or a door opener or an information source or the problem solver of all their problems. And they always seem to have problems. And guess what? It's all up to you. Only you. It's you, not them. Your mindset in all of this is responsible 
for how you deal with these people. First of all, you got to do a check on yourself. You kind of know what I mean? Do a self checkup. So think about these things. Am I thinking outwardly? Number one, am I thinking outwardly? So is it outside of myself? Am I just being frustrated because I'm being selfish? Like think about that, right? Number two, am I ensuring that I'm getting the best result for these people? Am I thinking outside of myself? And am I, am I ensuring that I'm getting the best result for these people? Three, is this really important to them. If I take the situation and I think about it from their perspective, given their personality trait, would that be really important to me? If I put myself in their shoes in how they are and how they perceive things, would that be really important to me? Okay, if that's true, then maybe I shouldn't be frustrated. Maybe I need to just take a pause, take a breath, think about them a little bit and provide that for them. Have I served these people to the best of my ability and set up expectations appropriately so that they are properly prepared for every possible outcome? That's huge, you guys. That's enormous. A lot of times it's in the setup. It's in the expectations. It's in the, the environment you create with these people. Number five, am I totally responsible for this person's happiness? <laughs> Are these the type of people that will never be happy? Are these the I'll be happy when people? Number six, have I given these people the level of service that they require? Everyone's different. Understand that. And that hopefully will maybe give you a bit more patience. Number seven, if I ask these people to refer me to other friends of theirs, would they? And would they do it unselfishly? Think about that. Would they do it because they love you and they really want to support your business and they think you're great, would they do it just because of that or are they doing it to try and get something? Number eight, if I ask these people to refer me to other friends of theirs, would I want them to? Pretty good question, right? If I ask these people to refer me to other friends of theirs, would I want them to? Do I want more people like them to be part of my life? Number nine, are these clients that I would love to have over for dinner? Are these clients that I would love to have over for dinner and just chat with? Do I feel comfortable with them? Do we gel? Do we get along? Number 10, are these people really hard to please? And if so, do I get compensated in proportion to the pain in the butt factor that I experience when dealing with this client type? If so, then buck up and quit whining, right? This is what you signed up for. But if not, then maybe these are people to release. Number 11, are these people an A plus, an A, a B, or a C, or a D for delete? client type. We talk about that in the course. Who is your favorite client? What is their personality type? Where are they? Where are they they at in their lives? Family makeup, occupation, what are their interests? What product type do they buy and sell? What price point seems to be where they buy and sell a lot? Is there a lot of business happening in that genre, right? This may be a good or bad thing, right? Is this business product and client type comfortable for me because this is very close to where I am at in my own life, right? Is this a good thing or a bad thing? Think about this stuff, you guys. Ask these honest questions to yourself. Is it limiting me or is it empowering me? Is it causing me to step up? You attract to you what you are, not what you want to be. Does this serve me or does this hurt me? Back to the fishing analogy. Imagine going fishing with someone who absolutely knows what he's doing. Where I live, we have two different rivers and two lakes nearby and there's a booming fishing business happening. And I've gone on some of these fishing excursions with these pros and it's absolutely mind-blowing, amazing experience. They put the bait on for me. They cast the rod if I need them to. 
and they know where the fish are. They know where they congregate. They know where the secret spot is on the lake or river where they, they have the best chance of catching the fish, right? They know the right bait. These guys make a lot of money for their knowledge. They know that if the people on the boat catch more fish, there's a better opportunity for tips and return customers. You see the difference? I want to be your fishing guide on this journey. Let's help you analyze where the best market is for you to begin to work with your ideal client. I encourage you to do something, do, do some thinking about this. Do some research on this. Make a decision where you need to focus. I hope this podcast was valuable for you today. As always, we're constantly looking for Forexers who want to become Forex agents employing the Forex formula to create their dream real estate business. Stay tuned. It's coming soon.